Hey Miley, we need some intro music. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In. What's I'm, up? I'm Mandy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Miley. I like the little ho- uh, pause between your hellos as if you weren't sure what to say next or you forgot where we were or who we were. Well, it's been a habit that I have developed over the last, uh, I don't know, few months because I'm trying to slow down my speaking because I talk so fast. So now I'm purposely (laughs) stopping myself after every sentence before I keep moving on so that I could try to pace myself and not talk super, super fast. Wow. Kudos to you. Really? I'll have I'll have none of that. (laughs) That is a throwback to the last episode where you're like, I'll take it. (laughs) And I'm like, I'll have none of that. I just want to (laughs) go. Sometimes I recognize when I'm going really, really fast and I'll get to the end of it. and I'll go. That was I don't look at the other person. And usually there's a look of like what just happened. And I'll go. I went really, really fast. What parts did you miss? (laughs) Or like, let me just recap. (laughs) Well, it's. I caught it a lot today because I was introducing the applicant Mm. for uh, one of the positions at school and I had to walk him around and I was introducing him to everyone, but I would give a little blurb about him. And after a while, I'd be like, I was just like spitting it out really quickly. And then the dean was like, wow, you didn't take a breath at all. And I was like, yeah, I realize that now. Which means the dean wasn't listening to you. He was more fascinated at how fast you could. I mean, plus you're a trained performer. Yeah. So you're used to being able to like push a lot out. Yeah. I like, have a big diaphragm. There you go. <laughs> Put that in your dating profile. <laughs> I am thinking about getting back on the dating apps actually. So maybe we will do an update on my profile because it is about two years old. Yeah. And that reminds me of you sneezing just now. Oh, and I yeah. was joking about you sneezing all over everything in my living room. And you were like, <laughs> it's just over there. And I was like, that's fine. Usually I sneeze on myself. And she was like, Miley lifts out her shirt and she's like usually I sneeze inside my shirt and I'm like okay so I heads up to the next guy you make out with or gets to second base like hey 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 that's where I sneeze get your hands out of there (laughs) fair warning to the next guy I date then (laughs) this is fair warning okay so if you touch and you see feel anything slimy not my fault if there's something a little crusty under there (laughs) it's it's been a sneezy day Yes. Okay. okay. So if you're with me, you better love me. All parts of me, even the, the crusty booger part. I absolutely agree. <laughs> I, so I'll side note this real quick and then come back to what I was going to say related to that is that I find that so adorable in Mr. Boyfriend is that like really? he just doesn't care. He's like, you know, every now and then you'll find like a little mustache hair or like yeah. a chin hair. Like these are the fun things that happen to women as we like <laughs> hit. 30s and up I guess like hormones just start to change and I think they only get worse as you get older like our grandparents age like you know you'll get like chin whiskers and like I've had a chin whisker or two since I can remember being like 26 I don't know like a long time but anyways so Mr. Boyfriend just thinks that like I'll see one in the mirror and I go oh my god why didn't you tell me that was there he's like I didn't even notice it and I'm like you're either close-up vision is going before mine (laughs) you're just so enthralled you just don't see that little stuff and like he doesn't care how sniffly or sneezy or 
Yeah, he just he just wants to make it better. He's like, can I get you anything? But I what, am a big fan of Mr. Boyfriend. Thank you. I, I am too. I'd like a doppelganger of him, please. Yeah, I'm on the lookout for one. I offered one to you not very long yes, ago. Yes, I know. I'm slowly but surely getting back on. There was one the area where you were potentially slightly incompatible that I'm aware of. The religion department. Yes, that was that was. But that was that was kind of up to him as to whether or not that was going to be a deal breaker for him, I guess. But it's 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 nice. I like how I feel when I hear you say genuinely that you're thinking about getting back on the dating yeah, thing. It took me a long time, but in the last. That's OK. Uh, there's no timeline for I these know. things. Heads up, listeners. There's no timeline there on isn't. being ready to date. But I think I got to a point where I just got tired of being sad. I don't know if that makes it. I just got tired of being well, sad. Well, yeah, dating over... shouldn't be sad. Well, yeah, well, yes. First of all, dating should be fun. Exactly. And so Maybe I'm... you need to go back and listen to our season one episodes <laughs> about dating. Yes. <laughs> yes. And get reminded I mean, of how fun it is. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, and tighten up your criteria. Yes, tighten up my criteria. That in-person criteria of what actually works and what doesn't, regardless of their cute face. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot. I need to tighten up a lot of criteria and not... I need to stop putting up with shit that I don't, de- you know, like that I don't mm. deserve. Like I need to start asking for what I deserve and demanding what I deserve. I like that. Maybe we should do an episode on that. Done. Let's do it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take it. How to get what you deserve. Exactly. How to ask because, for. Yes. How to ask for what you deserve. And then, and then when you don't get it, not feeling like you aren't worth it. You just ask the wrong person. When you, yeah, that's exactly and it. That's what I need to ta- Good like, word. That's what I need to remind myself. Cause that's what I kind of started telling myself finally, even mm-hmm. though like I knew it, I wasn't really accepting it or really believing it until just the last, I don't know, five or six days mm-hmm. that, I, you know, I asked somebody for something and they could not deliver. And I felt like I was asking for too much and I wasn't worthy. Mm. And then I was like, you know what? I'm tired of feeling this way. Like I'm a great person and I deserve greatness and can we insert the clapping <laughs> where's our sound effects I know. we love our stupid sound effect board but yeah that's the thing too. so i that's why i started thinking as like, maybe it's time to just think about dating again that's uh dude though that the way you phrase that is so fantastic because i would have said they say no or they can't deliver i'm like okay walk away like then i know it's my time to walk away but like knowing i love how you phrase i just fucking love that like knowing that you just asked the wrong person yeah and and is genius but it's saying it and believing it are two different things and well you have to do it repeatedly right it's like learning to drive like i didn't know how to parallel park the first 10 times i did it I, i can do it now though Oh, I still can't. Well, do it 10 more <laughs> times. You know, I make 10,000 cupcakes or so a year and I can frost four dozen in like 45 seconds. Oh, right. I remember us talking about this. So you just have to do it like yes. a lot, yes. a lot. Yes. And keep saying it and finding like I think we probably gave out some of these tips before, like oh, finding those podcasts, yeah. listening mm-hmm. to those books, following those people who reinforce those behaviors. I started this reminds me I started the Tony Robbins documentary. Ooh on netflix it's called i am not your guru oh and at one point they it's the first time you ever let anybody go behind the scenes on that um the oh it's a it's a six day thing that he does every year and i'm 
the power with I can't remember the stupid thing called but anyways it's I am not your guru Tony Robbins on Netflix and he's on stage and he's kind of giving a little bit of an intro and he's talking about how his mom used to beat him and like all this stuff he had a pretty tough upbringing and there was a long time where he just got up he would run for 40 minutes like go on a run and he would say I am great like he would have this like mantra Mm -hmm. like mantras yeah and he's like after a few months of doing that for 40 minutes five days a week you just Finally. start to believe it. Yeah. It's like it's there and it's in your head. And that's what I, you know, I've been telling myself, like, I'm just asking the wrong person. I've been saying it for the last six months. And I was I didn't believe it up until, I don't know, some light bulb turned on last week. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, I have a lot to offer. I have a lot of love to give someone. And I do deserve love just like the love that I give to someone. And maybe mm-hmm. I, I gave my love to the wrong person. So I just or you need, tried to. Yeah, I tried to give it to the wrong person. And I just need to take that love and put it on myself, which I have been. I've been so focused on just loving myself. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, OK, I can start considering to, sh- you know, give my love again to s- potentially someone. Else. Yeah. Start practicing on someone new. Yeah. But practicing with new boundaries. Ah, yes. Right? Good point. Mm-hmm. Practicing with new and boundaries so and practicing with new like a lens on it. Yeah. Because you're basically saying, if this person's a no, I know that right away. Yeah. I need to stop trying to make them a yes. 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 You're correct. Because we know. You're right. We know pretty quick. Like, I mean, I'll, I would grant most people, like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say most, like, at least probably half the dates I went on, I would grant a second date if uh-huh. I was like, I'm not sure an hour and a half was enough time for me to figure them out. There's certain things I like about them, but I'm not sure. Like, they're kind of in this gray area. Like, let's go on a second date. And then I'm like, no. Mm. <laughs> like, like if there's just too many things that aren't connecting, you know, and I, you know, I did fairly intense. Yeah. First and second dates. Like, I didn't just go, so tell me about your brothers and sisters. <laughs> like, that yeah. stuff doesn't really get you anywhere. You can talk to anybody on the street about that, but like really digging deep about people like what's important to you what are you looking for where are you right now like being brutally honest like what what's up like what do you think about dating and this and that and what's fucked up your past relationships and why are you dating right now and like if people can't give you like a decent answer on anything at least for me if people couldn't give me decent answers on things I'm like well I don't know that they've done the work to be where I am I think one of my concerns is how do I make it sound like natural conversation as opposed to me interrogating them? <laughs> I mean, these are great questions. I just, yeah. I, again, I, I was off the market for 10, 11 years. And then mm-hmm. six, seven months later, I was with somebody else for another year or so. So like dating is mm-hmm. very new to me, I guess. I think to make it sound like less of an interrogation uh, or <laughs> yeah. like a firing you, yeah. squad. Exactly. Um, and I'm a, I'm very good at firing questions. You, you are really good at like just rapid. Qu- yes. But I think a good way to do so that is I to not? have the conversation back. Like once yeah. they start to give you answers, you can give them some of your truth yeah. and tell them what you found did and didn't work for you and ask them what they think of that. Yeah. And that's a good way to come Make into those organic. bigger conversations yeah. mm-hmm. that will really get down to the nitty gritty and give you a good idea who this person is. Like talk about things like, you know, even just even if you do ask about your family or whatever. Oh, you mentioned you have a sister. Do they live here? Are they far away? Do you guys get to see each other often? Yeah. Like we'll give you an idea how of how family, family is. is yeah. yeah. So just, cur- you know, there's creative ways to ask those yeah. questions where it's not. Like, oh, you have a sister. How old are they? Who's the oldest? Right. Like, like exactly. that's shit you can find out later. Yeah. Like, kind of right now, it's almost more 
important in the beginning for me to find out if this person is anywhere near like has emotional intelligence yeah like, it's really what i liked to suss out in the beginning like how in touch are you with you do you know what you're feeling ever can you label it other than happy and sad yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. i have like 72 emotions every day <laughs> like, i mean and if you don't know that you have at least five yeah. <laughs> then then i'm like are you a potato? <laughs> I need somebody who's like stimulating and exciting and challenging and also has some similar interests. And yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah. I'd like to go on a date with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing. So, you know, you, you'll are. Have, you can come on a next date with Mr. Boyfriend and I. Oh, that would be great. I love a date with the both of you. Yeah. You're out of town for our next one. Our next scheduled date. Stuff. But uh, maybe like... His birthday's coming what? up. When's his birthday? August 13th. <gasps> Should I have said that on the air? Oh, uh, you know. I mean, <laughs> people fine. don't know Mr. Boyfriend's real name, so. Exactly. It's really. uh, August 13th, and it's, uh, that's a Saturday. Sweet beans. Oh, are you going to Paris? No, I moved, <gasps> my, I was going to be in San Diego that weekend, but oh. I moved my San Diego weekend, so I will make a pit stop. Fantastic. I'll figure out how to loop you guys into Yeah, I don't yes, know what yes. we're up to yet. Paris I've... is the third week of August. Oh, okay, good. Cool. So I'm going by myself. At least you are. Yeah, my first trip to Europe, and I will be implementing the tips and tricks that we discussed in our travel episode. I love that for you. Oh my God, Paris! You don't speak any French. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Google Translate. Yeah, lots of like data. Dictionary. I'm just gonna have to buy an international plan because I'm gonna need Google Translate. Yeah, and I it's too short of time for me to practice any basic French. Bonjour. Yeah, I mean three French? weeks ish away. Bonjour. Bonjour is hello. Is bonjour is good day. Good day. Uh, thank you. Merci. Merci. Merci oh, yeah, beaucoup. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. That's thank you very much. I wonder if I can say it without scrunching my face. <laughs> you did scrunch your face <laughs> like you were mad about saying thank you. <laughs> Maybe I just need a Botox up my face before Paris. <laughs> More Botox, right? More right? Botox. And those, whatever those little muscles oh, that yeah, give you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks oh, mad about man. being thankful. <laughs> <laughs> really? I just look confused all the time. That's why I Botox my forehead because I am always thinking. So it makes me look like I'm confused and mad, but I'm really just focused on trying to figure out why I'm so confused. That was the permanent state of my face for probably a year before oh, you gave yeah. me my first Botox. <laughs> like, Everybody, people started saying to me, what's wrong? Yeah. And I'm just like, I just walked into the room. I'm like, nothing's wrong. Exactly. <laughs> I just made that face when I was thinking about anything. Right. I would be deep in thought and like my brow would be furrowed. Yeah. And everybody's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? And I'm like, fuck Yeah, I'm, like, I'm fine. I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is my thinking face. I'm deep in thought. Leave yeah. it alone. But oh my gosh. So I feel how like long you're are... supposed to go back to something where you we went on a completely different. No, I, I went back to it. I oh, said, I'm excited that you're oh. thinking about getting back into the dating scene. That just that just sig signifies to me um, a move for you, an emotional move. Like you've hit a goal or not a goal post, but like you've hit a step, yeah. a stepping well, stone. Like I said, part of it was I got to a point where I, like, I just got tired of being sad about the last guy I was with. And I was like, I deserve to live a life where I'm not sad over some Dude. relationship that didn't work out you know like i want to be happy and i want to live a joyous life and i want uh you know and so i was like and, okay and you deserve all those things yeah huh and you deserve oh all yeah those. i do deserve, and that's part of it too i was like i got to a moment like i don't deserve to wake up sad or, or no. cry you know no. i deserve a life where i wake up and i 
am happy and I have, you know, I'm grateful for the people that are in my life. I am, but grateful for just love in my life. So, yeah, I have a question about mm-hmm. it. Is it because we drank the last cider? Oh, holy shit. Goodbye. Yeah. I had this very like when you told me it was the last one, like a few days later, I had this very moment of like, I love that there's no more of him hanging around like a literally living memory because it was still alive. Obviously, when we opened it, (laughs) did you drink it or did you dump it? No. Oh, I dumped it. (laughs) (laughs) I dumped it for sure. The last of the cider, which our 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 listeners will know all about the whole cider thing because today's episode is on cider. Yes. You know, part of, I think part of my so transporta- transformation the last few days is I also got a haircut. I cut eight inches off. So I can tell I, from your ponytail that there's a trim. I Yeah, I cut eight inches off. Wow. And I feel like a new, per- like not a new person in, in terms of like, I don't like the old person or anything. Just right. I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I feel yeah. like I'm lighter. And maybe it was oh, yeah. a significant, like symbolic of me feeling lighter because that was heavy hair. <laughs> yeah. I like that all these things happen at the, around the same time. Yeah. It's so, nice. And, uh, and then I also got my motorcycle license this weekend. What? I did a motorcycle class and I am officially a licensed mo- motorcyclist. That is so exciting. Yeah. I, I don't want to get on one with you, but I'm you really know, I, excited. I still can only go 20 miles an hour, but <laughs> <laughs> but I have a license to ride on the road if I want to. Does that bike carry two people? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm safe. <laughs> no, you can just sit and stand on the sidewalk and watch me ride. Watch you. Yeah, just yeah, 20 miles an hour. Maybe if I'm that brave. I've really just been living in the 10 miles to 20 miles an hour. How fast does the bike go? My specific bike goes at, at, at most 55 miles an hour. Oh. It's not meant for a highway bike. But it's road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But uh, in the class, I actually rode a Honda Rebel, okay. which can go 80, 90, 100 miles. But again, I only went up to about 20 miles in the class. Oh, my God. But I learned the basics, and I uh, they have certified me as a safe motorcycle list i guess and so uh they gave me they gave me a little certificate so i can go get my license at the dmv okay that was my next thing i was like you have to get some sort of little endorsement on your driver's license okay so i just have to go turn in my little certificate and they'll give me back my endorsement so Mm. uh yeah and then pay money for the endorsement of of course course, of course (laughs) yeah do you do you already have that new travel id i do oh okay i got it last month because I knew that I'd be traveling so much that I should probably invest in one. And it yeah. took a while for me to make an appointment as well. I would recommend making an appointment. Mm-hmm. DMVs have become very efficient. Th- yes. And so uh, make an appointment. It took me 10, 15 minutes. But if you didn't make an appointment, you go into the no appointment line and then you wait. But yeah. because I had an appointment, it took me 10 minutes. I walked right in. and I had a good experience with the one out by the university mm. when I did mine a year, probably two years ago. Oh, yeah. Because it was supposed to take effect during covid was, and then yeah. covid happened and no one was in those government agencies so they pushed it back but yeah i had a pretty decent experience i ended up just doing it walk in after i had a haircut because ah. i got i had my haircut and i'm like i'm just gonna go now like, <laughs> like this, they're still open i'm yeah. gonna go do this like but yeah i was gonna say if you needed that idea it'd be a good time to Get it would it all be done, but I know I should have it's it. okay but uh you still need to also get your passport yes i do and i'm looking yeah, I'm looking to see if there's a day this week I might sneak Ooh, off and do it because yeah. I'm going to Flagstaff next week. Are there any places up in Flagstaff you could go to instead of Tucson? 
great question. I don't think so. There's not that direction. It's not a big city. So there's not. No, but so do what the upper half of Arizona come down to Phoenix and Tucson? You know what I mean? Like probably. There is a, I mean, there's a good amount of people up there, but Hmm. you never know. That way you're not having to drive to the southern part of the state (laughs) only to drive back up to the northern part of the state. True, true, true. Yeah, I'm because I've I've had to rearrange my schedule a little this week. So I ended up taking way more cake orders than I anticipated. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I can squeeze that in. And then I did it like four times. (laughs) (laughs) So any but that's fine. I'm like closed for basically the next two weeks. So, okay. Aw, I'm just so proud of you. And your place smells delicious. (laughs) I've been baking in here the last few hours. Churro and strawberry and sangria cake and chocolate cake. I just did a vanilla cake, so there's a whole bunch of cake happening in here. Oh, I, love I got it, a I smash love cake it. to do. Ooh, I, I have smash cakes. some tasting boxes for weddings. Uh, and then what else is happening in there? I think there's two smash cakes. A baby shower cake, two baby shower cakes, a smash cake. Yeah, there's a lot. What's a smash cake? Then Little cake that baby just, they, they put it in front of them it, right? for the photos okay, the and they photo. just okay. dig in. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. And then baby shower is for the actual adult guests that come to the baby shower. Pre-baby got being you. born. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I think I have two baby shower cakes actually this weekend. Yeah. And then you're heading up to Flagstaff. Yeah. I'm going to do flags. So next week when we, next week's episode, I'll be in flag and I'll probably come back a little bit sooner than anticipated, but that's just because... I have a lot going on here mm-hmm. and I'm like, I might not want to be gone that long. Yeah. I'll probably just skip out for like nine days. Yeah. And there's a friend of a friend online acquaintance of mine. She's a baker in Alaska and she's going to be here. So Ooh. if I don't come back like a day or so earlier than planned, then I will entirely miss, miss her, her visit. Gotcha. And I'm like, dang, she's all the way here. And what are the odds yeah. I'm going to go to Alaska? And yeah, <laughs> not anytime soon. No. Well, good. Yeah. I, I like their, your plans for the next couple of weeks. Thanks. Anything else new and good in your life? Oh, my gosh. Just, you know, pet sitting. Yeah. Um, I figured out that if I let the cat sleep more during the day, he's a much more peaceful cat. Interesting. I know. I thought he would bother me more at night if I let him sleep all Uh day like he wants to. But in fact, I think he just likes to sleep a lot. Interesting. And I thought maybe maybe much like humans... Uh, cats need to be well rested to be less of a pain in the butt. That's a great theory and probably a very true theory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing fetch with the dog, just trying not to let the cat run outside that he really wants to do. Uh, every time he sneaks out, I just put him back in the house. <laughs> I'm like, go back inside. <laughs> there are coyotes here. Yes. Yeah. It's been raining like every day. Have you had rain? Yes, we have. It rained the last three yeah. days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've washed my car the day before, yeah. and the next day it rained, and the next day it rained, and then again this morning it was rain. I'm like, well, it is monsoon season, so it's going to rain until like end of August, September. It's just odd that it's like every single day. Yeah, maybe. But I remember when I was younger, uh, it would rain every day for July and August. It would start around 5 p.m. and storm until about 9 p.m. and then be done, and then hmm. the next day all over. Because it would always ruin my afternoons at the pool. Oh, and then I remember the streets would be like flooded, not flooded, flooded, but like full of water, at least with the, you know, a couple inches of water. Yeah. And I'd, I'd kind of play in it because I couldn't be in the pool. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was risky. I was yeah. like, come on, just give me two days of no rain. Yeah. And I didn't get yeah, that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not going to get <laughs> that. You won't get two days. Probably one until. day. <laughs> yeah. And then it's so cool now. And I say cool because it's 
in the 90s but it is a bit humid mm-hmm. and then flagstaff is cooler i was looking forward to flagstaff maybe being like 80 but now it's oh. like 70 yeah so i don't know hopefully it's not super rainy and cold in flagstaff but even if it is there's a hot tub yeah i don't think it rains as much in flagstaff did you did the weather say it was gonna rain i think it rains more in phoenix than it does in flagstaff as of right now there's like a 50 percent chance ah. next week but that could change yeah totally hopefully it can change overnight or mm-hmm. within hours weather yeah. is a uh, spicy little thing a fickle bitch yeah that's what i meant to say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no no other updates. No, just okay. pressuring Mr. Boyfriend into trying to make some plans for his birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, then we'll move on to our episode on sour beers and yes. cider. Yeah, super exciting. <laughs> I was trying to play on the cider part, but it would have sounded really weird. Excitering. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, is it not as good though? Still. Yeah, I like <laughs> we could spell it that way. Yeah. <laughs> we have but some yeah, exciting yeah. news. <laughs> yes, but uh, I hope our our listeners enjoy the episode. It, it's it's actually one of my my favorite, like one of my like mm-hmm. more enjoyable ones because it was so fun to to. Yeah, we learn a little about sour beers and mm-hmm. the different styles. And Miley tells us how she made cider. Cider. Maybe we should make some cider sometime too. Did we be talk great. about that? Yeah. Yes, and we talked about making um, what you call. I made um, oh my gosh, what's it called? A lemon. Oh, the lemon cello. Yes. Yes. Oh, we have to start a list of all the things that we need to do. Yeah, and I owe everyone a sangria recipe. Oh right. So next week. Yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah, your sangria is amazing. I love your sangria. That's why I wanted to do a sangria episode because I love your sangria, and I'm not you know a very alcoholic person. You know, so to for me to like an alcoholic beverage, it's probably really good. I'm very uh, grateful for that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> my sangria is amazing. My uh, a boyfriend a long time ago and I had a competition and we oh. made a, one. Of, I made the white sangria and he made the red because we were competing uh-huh. with each other and uh-huh. we were taking them to a friend's house. Oh. I gave him the easy one. I gave him red. And I was like, I'm going to make the white sangria. And my sangria won. Oh, I yes. got more votes with my white sangria. And my red sangria is phenomenal. Mm. But I got more votes with my white sangria than he did with his red. Hey, we should, uh, when we have our very first meet and greet, mm-hmm. we should make your white and red and have people it's enjoy and idea. taste it and vote for it. It's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, that would be fun. I really like making And I'll make sangria. a cider. Just kidding. Nobody oh. wants to drink my cider. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wait a year for it to ripen up. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's you funny. guys don't get it yet, but you will by the end of the episode. Why <laughs> Mandy is saying it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> Just wait. That's a Just teaser. Wait. Is that a teaser? I think that's a teaser. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay you'll tuned. you'll love it. Yes. Enjoy the episode, and as always, thanks for joining us. Is this the part where you say welcome, 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 or do you do that in the intro? Intro. Okay. Pretend I didn't say that. Yeah. This is where I go. This week, I have some bad news for everyone. <laughs> Is I've it been bad looking news for, for everyone? Well, bad news for me, <laughs> but I have an inkling that everyone can feel my pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I have been looking forward to trying out this sour beer that Mandy was raving about on multiple episodes. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I missed my opportunity at girls' night because I was okay, just this getting was my over question. COVID. I was like, wait a second, didn't you try it? No. Because it? it was right after I was getting, you know, I was getting over COVID, so I didn't drink that night. But oh. you brought the Gozes are red and I didn't try it. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so trying it live on the air with Mandy, her favorite sour beer. And she didn't bring it today. <laughs> I wasn't at my house. So I wasn't there to get it, and I didn't really have time to stop and find another one on the way here. Sorry, my bad. Love you. I mean, <laughs> whose fault is it that you didn't try it two weeks ago? Dr. Khan's. <laughs> <laughs> the person who gave you COVID? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I blame everything on him. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I mean. No, he's a good guy. Him if and his wife, him, his wife also wonderful. probably yeah. blames a ton of shit on him. So. No, he's great. Nobody tell him that I blame a lot of things on him. <laughs> you heard nothing. <laughs> uh, but today our episode is on sour beers and cider. Yes. And we have two sour beers to try and i think there's three ciders. ciders oh really did you bring a cider you? i only brought two. Oh yeah you brought a store-bought and yours and my yes. homemade one i was thinking there was two cans plus yours but no oh, there's no. two yes so two sour beers and two ciders that's awesome and uh oh i actually i brought all of them so i walked into total wine and more and i was like I need to know where the sour beer section is. And then they walked me right over. And then I said, I need to know where the cider beer or the cider <laughs> section is. This is exactly what I talked about in the red wine episode. I'm like, just walk in yeah. there and be like, and then, yeah. I need this. <laughs> and then they walked me over and I was like, okay, I need the individual cans because I'm only buying one. And which two do you recommend? And then I, I made it a quick, you know, five minutes in, five minutes out. I don't know if that makes any sense. Five minutes in and five minutes out. The ten, so ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. That, that didn't. It make took sense you five minutes to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get really turned around in there? <laughs> She's like, I'm at the checkout now. Where do I, was I go? In and I was out. That's what I meant to say. All right. Good. Ten minutes in and out. Yeah. Or five minutes in and out. Oh uh, yeah. There you go. One of those options. Either of those. Yeah. Are good. Um. So. Let's start with sour beer. Why yes. is it called sour beer? So. Sour beers, I, when I started dating Mr. Boyfriend and we started tasting yeah. beers more, cause he's because a he, he's big a beer guy. Beer guy, yeah. Um, I started tasting just a lot more beers. I mean, I had tasted a ton of beers before. Like I've tasted beers around the world, literally. Like everywhere I go, I want to know what the local beer is. Like I've had Fijian beer, which is just a really chill, lagery type of beer. You know, you get Mexican beers here, obviously, and domestic beers and craft beers. And I've dabbled in stuff, but I had... I don't know if I'd ever tried any, I've tried, okay, so it turns out I've tried some sour beers because there's a lot of different styles of sour beer. So the sour beers I had tried had been um, Lambics, which looked like a champagne bottle almost. If mm. there's a Frambois mm. that I had tried years ago, it's like a really tart raspberry beer. Super oh. good. And I've tried, I've tried, that before but I guess I didn't know I was trying a sour beer when I had a lambic um they're really fruity uh I think in the past maybe I th like they were good but I used to mix them half and half with Guinness so you'd get this really you know dry like um coffee you know chocolatey inspiring kind of stout with the, the fruity beer and it would kind of balance out and it was a fun thing to drink to balance that but I didn't know I was drinking a sour beer so Mr. Boyfriend got me trying 
quote, sour beers. And we go to all these different tasting rooms and it's been really fun. I went to my first ever beer festival with him. And so now I know that sour beer styles are composed of American wild ales, Berliner Weiss, which is W-E-I-S-S-E. It's very German Weiss. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flanders Red Ale. I'm not familiar with those. I don't think I've tried any of those. I've only heard of them because every time I hear about it, I think of The Simpsons. (laughs) Because <laughs> of Ned Flanders, Flanders. Flanders. The, the neighbor. That's awesome. Goza, which ah, is G-O-S-E, yes. but that's pronounced Goza. Apparently, it originated in Gosler, Germany, or Gosler, oh. Germany. That, I will talk a little bit about that because we have one of those today. You brought as a sour is a Goza. And then there's Lambics, and then there's something called Oud Brun. And Sounds German. Yeah, it's very Belgian. O-U-D-B-R-U-I-N. Old Bruins are differentiated from Flanders Red Ale. They're darker. So those are two that I'm not super familiar with. Like the American Wild Ale, the Berliner Weiss, the Goza, and the Lambics are the ones that I've got a bit more experience with. And sour beers in general are done, I what, from what I understand, they are fermented in these rooms with sort of open barrels so that they can be exposed to outside air and wild yeast strains in the air. Interesting. Which is what makes them sour. Ah. Yes. And why they get so, and and probably some of these sours that they make year after year, breweries make year after year, they probably have their own yeast strains that they introduce to get sort of the same style, the same thing every year. But yeah, they're exposed to like wild yeast and that's what makes them sour. Interesting. Yeah. I find that I... I kind of like sour beer when I've tasted some of yours or Mr. Boyfriend's sour beer. Yeah. And I've never been much of a beer person. I, uh, the, the guy that I dated that got me the bottle of Bird's wine um, <laughs> introduced me to cider because I had told him I didn't like beer. And so that's how I got into cider. But now you guys introduced me to sour beer and I actually do like sour beer. Like you and Mr. Boyfriend had a sour beer at your birthday party. Oh yeah. And uh, he, it was his. Okay. You got something else. I didn't like what you had, but I had, what he, we had a couple of sours and mine smelled the one that I r- really liked smelled like cotton candy. Yes. And it smelled like it, but it didn't taste very, but it tasted just tart. Like yeah. Super lemon. But whatever Mr. Boyfriend got, I liked. Yeah. His was, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember what. And he didn't like it, but you and I both liked it. Yes. Uh, we ended up trading, I think yeah. at one point. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. Get me another pour of this or get me yeah. a half pour of this. I had like half a dozen beers that night and I don't know. Oh remember. no, no. And then when I was at Total Wine and More picking out these two sour beers, the person who was helping me, he was saying, you know, hey, this one tastes just like Jolly Ranchers and Ooh. you know, so like when you were saying about, you know, the the soury um Yeah. You know, I was like, Ooh, Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that they smell kind of fruity and then they taste yeah. really fruity and they're just so, I, I had some in Michigan that was a lime and one that you have here, the second one will taste is actually a lime. It's brewed with strawberry and lime and it's a goza. Oh. So I had one that was called a margarita goza in Michigan and it was like a margarita. Is that the one where you're like, oh my God. Yes. Well, that was one of them. Oh. So <laughs> it, it was so good. It was it was like as if a margarita and a beer had a baby, but it tasted <laughs> like a margarita, but it was perfectly bubbly and cold like you want Got a beer you. to be. Okay. So I was like, Arizona needs margarita goza. <laughs> like, why can't I have this? Like, you need to export or whatever it's called, import. Uh, you need to ship to Arizona, people, Michigan Brewery, because um, it was so good. I'm like, this is a pool beer all day. 
I mean, you can't drink it all day. Yeah. But you could try. <laughs> Just don't drown in the pool. But, oh, my God. So, you know, I love margaritas ah, okay. and yeah, a yeah. sour beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, imagine a margarita in a sour okay. beer. It was fucking phenomenal. Oh, I like So, that. the Goza, we can talk about a little bit more when we get there. But this first one is, I believe they say their name, Destill Brewery. And it's yeah, just a wild sour. It's called Here Goes yeah. Nothing. This this was the first uh, this was the first sour beer that the person at Total Wine he had recommended. He pointed directly to this, and I was like, "I'll take it." <laughs> oh, actually, I just realized they're both Gozas, duh. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh. Oh, actually, well. this one's a sour session sour. So okay. Never mind. So one is a Destill Wild Sour. Here goes nothing, and the other one is a Salt and Sea. Made from Flying Fish Brewing Company. And yeah. what what did you just say uh, about this? At the top, it's a Session Sour Ale. Oh, Session Sour Ale. Okay, cool. So we're going to first try the Here Goes Nothing. Yep. So according to their website, I'm just, I've not had this beer before, so I've looked up their website. Oh, it's five, 5.2 ABV. They said they throw caution to the wind with their interpretation of a Leipzig-style Goza. Complex aromas, acidic flavors, indigenous wild yeast, and lactic fermentation. Lemon, lime, other citrus qualities balanced by the spicy character of coriander and a mineral mouthfeel from the French sea salt. So a lot of Goza-style beers will say coriander. I've never tasted the coriander. I think maybe one out of like... Dozens that I've tried. I've never really noticed the coriander. I don't know why. I was just going to say, this says Goza ale brewed with coriander and sea salt. Most Gozas will say coriander ah. and sea salt. Um, I never taste the coriander. Gotcha. So maybe you will. I don't know what coriander tastes like. Coriander is cilantro. Oh, why can't they just say cilantro? <laughs> uh, coriander is... Sounds more fancy. Yeah. Um, okay, Cool. <laughs> yeah, coriander is cilantro. So oh, I'm uh, gonna start saying, "Hold the coriander, please." <laughs> yeah, or I, I'd like extra coriander in my quesadilla, or no, no, my guacamole. Yeah, so cilantro is the name, I guess, according to the online, the the, the Google searches. Uh, coriander, uh, cilantro is the name for the leaves and the stems, while um, I think coriander's the seed that gets dried. Okay. Yeah. So I love dried coriander as a spice. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, okay. Um, cheers. Cheers. It smells tart. It smells yeasty. It smells like a beer. Yeah, that's a yeasty smell. Oh. Like, you ever make walk into somewhere that's making bread? Yes. Mm, okay, okay. Yeasty. And this is a sour beer. Yes. Wow. That hits me in those, like, mm-hmm spots mm-hmm. in the side of your jaw yeah it makes my mouth water like crazy definitely sour Woo! now what wait so what's the difference between a sour beer and a regular beer in how it's made is it just because there's natural or there's like the the yeast in the air that makes it sour whereas in when you make regular beer or non-sour beer i guess um it's a different yeast or yes so i don't know that standard ales have the same, these are different strains of yeast and then bacteria. So Got you. according to on what I know, like what I've Googled before and what Wikipedia is telling me today. Thank you, Wikipedia. But um, it's uh, definitely sour. Mm. Yeah. Modern brewing is done in sanitary environments to guard against the intrusion of wild yeasts. 
Sour oh. beers are welcome wild yeast strains or bacteria. So most commonly used to intentionally make sour beers are the lactobacillus and the pediococcus bacterias. Um, and sometimes some fungal strains, I guess, add acidity. Who knew? Interesting. Yeah, it says, depending on the process employed, the uncertainty involved in using wild yeast may cause the beer to take months to ferment, potentially years to mature, um, but modern methods typically allow the, for this to happen in days now. Oh, okay. So some are like kettle sours, and I haven't broken down the science yet to really understand what makes it kettle sour. Like, what the differences are if, if something was kettle versus non-kettle, like barrel sour. So I'm I'm just not that deep into the beer world just yet. We should have brought Mr. Boyfriend on this episode. I've asked him this as well, and he actually doesn't know the science behind it either. Like the well, science, but maybe <laughs> if if we had him on the show, he would be more inclined to do some research before maybe. coming on the show. I mean, I've asked him. Bummer. Okay, and he doesn't know that sciencey nerd part of it. Well. That's a but bummer. he knows what he likes, yeah, and he loves tasting different things. Yeah. He's mostly just okay. in it to taste like a yeah. million different beers. Okay, well, so this is did okay. you like this one? It's uh, not super fruity. No, I, I I wouldn't have it again by choice. Do you taste coriander? No, me neither. I definitely get the saltiness though. It's I don't salt. know if I it's, feel. Uh, I don't know if I taste the salt. I have a put weird more tongue on your tongue. Okay, let's try that. It's it's it gets salty when I like really kind of swish it around mm, and taste mm, it all mm. on like the sides and the back of my tongue. Okay, yes, I can. I can. Now that you tell me, I'm like, oh, I can taste this salt because I'm looking for it. I'm looking for that saltiness. Yeah, it's almost kind of dry. It is. I feel like it's dry. Yeah, it's bright and tart and not fruity. Very tart to me. Yeah. So I don't know if there were much fruits involved in this one. I kind of don't think so. But it's a tart beer. It just tastes like tart beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's so try the second one. This is the salt and sea. Open the other one. Are you ready for it? Yep. Mm. <laughs> that was a great noise. That was great. Salt and sea. And this one says strawberry and lime. Yeah, I picked it specifically because it said strawberry because I like strawberry. <laughs> it's not pink. We should note um, the first one was also very pale oh, in right. color. Like this just is, yellow, like this beer. This is cloudy. Yeah, this one's a little cloudy. The um, first one was your, it's more translucent, but the second one is more bubbly. Yeah, this one is definitely more bubbly, a little bit cloudier, probably due to that bacteria and yes. stuff that's fermenting in there. Not pink, though. I always smell the strawberry right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This smells, I like the smell of this one, the salt yeah. and sea one, more than the uh, distilled one. This one smells like candy. This one smells so good. I can't get over it. This one tastes better. I like this one. Okay. Tastes strawberry. Yeah, for sure. Fruity. I definitely taste the fruit. Tastes lime, but it has less. It's still dry to me. It has less sour to me. It is less sour. You're right. But the, the Gosa was more sour. But this one has a very candy-like smell. Yeah. And definitely tastes like strawberry. Is this a beer you would drink again? I would drink this one again. <laughs> so Flying Fish Brewing Company with this Salt and Sea. It's just called Salt and Sea. That's the version of beer. Um, 4.3 alcohol, only 8 IBUs. What is uh, IBU? So IBU is the bitterness factor. Basically, mm. it talks about hoppiness. Oh. So when it has an IBU, the three letters, IBU, when it has a very low IBU, it won't be really hoppy and bitter. I don't know if you've ever had an IPA. Beer. I'm sure I have. 
they're immediately off-putting if you don't like yes I can think of many beer. things I've tasted that are off-putting. So, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ex-boyfriends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love when you can read these uh, cans. Like a lot of these same people that make sours will often make uh, Berliner Weiss, or oh, they'll make hazy IPAs. Okay. They're they're into IPAs, and they'll tell you what hops they're putting into things this one is a columbus hops which i'm not particularly familiar with i haven't heard that one before chico ale is the yeast interesting it's available year-round from flying fish brewing company it's not a seasonal it's got a couple of malts in it assiduated malt acidulated malt superior pilsen and wheat are all three kinds of malts they put in here enticing aromas of strawberry and lime evoke hints of saltwater taffy providing a souvenir twist to this unique style their website is a little fussy it's not working super great but that's what they have on their site regarding this beer i think this is a good beer if you were just hanging out day drinking agreed this is something that i would be sipping on if i was uh you know what is that when you sit in a tube and you go down the salt river tubing tubing (laughs) (laughs) as the locals call it it's only 4.3 so you could get away with a few of these miley yeah i mean this is lower than your favorite wine oh interesting wasn't your wine about six percent yeah yeah i still prefer my moscato though Okay, okay. But if you could bring this, again, a barbecue, yes. this would be a great contribution yes. to a barbecue. And this is great because I don't think I can bring my Moscata to many parties. So this whole Sippin' Summer series has been really great research for me so that I could be a very good party guest. Yeah, I think this is a beer that <laughs> a lot of people would enjoy yes. tasting, I like, even if yes. they don't love sours yeah or like i cold. agree i don't like beer that's just so i the reason i shied away from sours and beers like this is because i always saw that they had fruity descriptions and when i first started trying different beers basically when i became unemployed like <laughs> oh my god 2009 or something i lost the job i had working for this dentist in scottsdale and i decided that i wasn't willing to give up happy hour entirely with my friends because that was life and (laughs) i was just gonna have to have less fancy taste Ah. so i started eating obviously this pre-vegan days i started eating chicken wings and drinking beer (gasps) because they were the cheapest things on the menu so (laughs) i was like i need to learn to like these foods um and drinks because beer is 250 and like cocktails are six seven eight dollars yeah so i need to learn to like beer and i'll drink it slower because i don't love it you know versus like a mixed drink i can relate to that (laughs) yeah like something over ice a mixed cocktails like an ounce and a half of booze Mm -hmm. and then three ounces of liquid and it's gone in a minute yeah beer is bubbly it fills me up a little bit because it's bubbly so i drink it slower so and when it's really hot in arizona a cold beer is actually super refreshing makes sense so i started drinking a lot of beers but i tried some wheat beers that would say like blueberry wheat or, you know, the orange wit. There's, ah. like, I think Coronado Brewing makes an orange wit. Papago Brewing makes uh, an orange blossom. And all of these beers, I thought, just tasted like beer with a hint of fruit. And I didn't really like fruit with my beer. Like, I don't like fruit with my chocolate so much. I don't like fruity tasting. I don't like beers that have a hint of fruit. But sours, because they're so not beery, like, they don't have this immediate beer taste in your face. They're tart and fruity and just, I don't know. They're very different to me. 
So I've gotten into them mm. more. I'm glad I've been introduced to sour varieties and gozas. Oh my gosh, with the salt, I love them. Don't remind me of goza. <laughs> goza. I am looking forward to it. And actually, I am excited that Mr. Boyfriend introduced you to sour beers because uh, i that's how I got introduced to sour beers. And I actually am uh, interested. You don't know until you know. Yeah. This first one that we tried, this distill, their website's awesome. They have a ton of sours. Oh, okay. They have gozas, seltzers, sour ales. They have a dill pickle sour, oh, a dill whoa. pickle sour, goza ale with sucker punch pickle brine. Oh, whoa. Like, gozas are already kind of salty and mm, tart. Mm-hmm. And then pickle brine? I kind of yeah. want to try that. <laughs> I kind of need to find out where that, they, where that is. Uh, I think they have, like, a, a variety pack, but I wasn't going to buy a 12-pack. Smart. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sour beer, but I they see have the a variety pack, pack at on their website. It's got... It's got the syncopathic, the Flanders Red, the Here Goes Nothing, and oh. three mystery beers. I do like well, how fun the names are for these sour beers. <laughs> Me too. They have a goza. This distill has a goza that's uh, key lime pie. Oh, interesting. Mm. I'd be down to try that one. And they also, something else I saw in here that striked my, struck my, striked, struck? Okay. I've been tasting beers. <laughs> uh, struck my fancy was a sour ale that they do with dragon fruit and mango. Oh, yes, please. I'll take one of those. Right? Yeah. Dragon fruit's a really chill mm-hmm, flavor. Mm-hmm. It's not in your face, but the mango mm, sounds. I love both fruits. I've had mango in some sours before, and I've had really good, and I've had just mediocre, but that one makes me want to try it. Yeah. I wish I could read more about this Flying Fish Brewing Company, but their website is not today but i hope people enjoyed this little bit about sour beer and yeast strains and the bacteria that goes into them that makes them tart and tasty and hopefully my breakdown of why i find them so fun and different makes you want to go try them yeah this is not your domestic beer this is not your you know mexican lager none of that it's really fun to try the different versions yeah the different flavors and uh and if you have and no information about sour beer and you want to share it, please join the conversation. Yeah. Let us know. I'm sure I did okay, but I probably could have broken that down. <laughs> you did incredible in my eyes. Well, thank you. A lot I, more than what I knew. I, I knew have, nothing. I don't know if any of our listeners are big beer drinkers or really into these styles and craft yeah. beers. So if anybody out there wants to clarify and school me a little bit more, feel free. Honestly, trying all these beers with Mr. Boyfriend kind of made me want to do the um, beer course. So ah. I, I'm already forgetting what it's called, but I actually Googled, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember what it's called. It has a funny name for people that get certified um, in beer. Oh. Yeah, I looked into it because I was like, this looks, oh, it's called a Cicerone? C-I-C-E-R-O-N-E. Cicerone. Yeah. It's a certification program for oh, beer drinkers. Cool. Yeah. Look into it. I, I did. I, I well, was no, like, I mean like for our listeners if oh, they're interested. Yes. But listeners. you look into it too, Mandy. Check it out. <laughs> I was like, now I need to know why all these, like, why is an yeah. ale an ale? Why is it a lager? Yeah. Like, I know that. I know what I, I like ales or I like some lagers. But why? Yeah. That's why I was like, what's the difference between a sour beer and the regular beer? Like, right. like you can tell a stout and a porter because yeah. those are thick and dark yeah. and they have like coffee and chocolate mm-hmm. notes. And, but I'm yeah, like, that's why I'm, I like stouts. Cause I can taste this chocolate in the yes. stouts. But like even stouts and porters, I'm kind of like, I don't uh, know the what exactly yeah. different differentiates them from each other? Because they're so similar in my mind. And then again, it's like lagers and ales. Yeah. I'm like, are those seem kind of like the same thing except I know I like 
more ales than I do lagers. I like Mexican lagers. Ah, I, I get down I've on a Modelo with some tacos. Oh, and I've had a, I've had a sip of I, I've had sipped as many, but I've had a sip yeah. of a Modelo before. and a Corona. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't Ironically, we are s- sipping on Taco Tuesday. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, if you're listening on Wednesday, though, it's Wine Wednesday, so we broke tradition here with the beer. Oh, well, there you go. But I hope you enjoyed the beers. Should we dry the ciders? Yeah, let's whip out the ciders. So there are two ciders that are with us today. One cider is I walked into Total Wine and More and asked about their cider section. And then I picked this one because I saw the peach and I wanted something different because I know that one of our sour beers had strawberry and our other one, I couldn't really figure out what was in it. So I figured, but I like the peach. There was a peach basil cider, but I'm not a big fan of basil. So yeah, I'm weird. And so, but I saw this bourbon barrel peach cider from... Titan? Do you think that's Titan or Tiatin? Titan? Titan. Okay. So it's not spelled like Titan, like T A T A N. It's T I E T O N. I think, but I think I would say it Titan. Titan. Cider Works. And it's from Washington yeah. State. And uh, so I picked this one up. And then the other cider that we have is homemade cider that I made with he who must not be named, but <laughs> actually we'll call him Bart. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, you know, yeah. Brad. Uh, no, Brad's a nice name. Oh, Bart? It is? Yeah, Bart okay. is a, I don't really like the name Bart. But what's that <sighs> other name? Not for, like, the other, what's the male version of Karen? Kyle? We'll Chad. call him Kyle. Chad too. Chad or Brad yeah, usually gets that works the too. Whole, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he actually introduced. Yeah, he actually introduced me to a lot of things. But he did teach me you how know, to make cider. Even shitty relationships, you get to walk away yeah. with little golden nuggets. Yeah. And, and Miley got to learn how to make cider. I yep. remember you telling our listeners in season one that you were making cider. Yeah. And I have been asking for a year <laughs> to try this flipping cider. <laughs> and it took me saying, let's do a summer series episode and saying, maybe there should be some ciders in here. And like, maybe I can actually try the freaking cider that you made. Like a year ago, you told me I could. You kept saying you no, bring me a I'm bottle. Sorry. And, you know, I don't feel bad at all for not <laughs> bringing a gosa here today. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. I did bring one of those ghosts to a party two weeks ago and Miley's had a whole year <laughs> to bring me this cider. And yes, oh. I am bringing up old shit right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. This is awesome. This is hilarious. Why you got to bring up old shit? Because it's right here in front of me and I'm finally getting to taste it. Oh. Well, I'm, I, I think I've just been nervous. You know how like you make something and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want people kind of like, what if it sucks? She's like, I'm going to bring you one. Just <laughs> It's also my last one, and, you know. I I feel really honored that the last one I get to try. Uh, But, yeah, so I learned how to make cider. I mean, like, yeah, he also taught me about camping, and he taught me about a lot of things, and I actually had a great time with him. I just didn't like the way he yelled at me. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen out there, please don't yell at at your partners. If you yell at a cancer... Yeah. We're cancers. I know. And, first of all, I don't tolerate being yelled at. Like... I'm just like, no. And, and I, I think that's why I was just like, I'm not going to even no. respond because you don't deserve to be responded to if you're going to treat me like this and talk to me. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? You're, no, we don't yeah. do that. Like, you don't yell at a cancer. You don't yell at anyone, first of all. Be an adult. Yeah. Use your words. Express what you need to. If you need to work on your own shit to where you don't have to yell at people to get your point across, 
work on it. Um, but if you yell at us as cancers, we're just like, no, we just go back into our shell and we're like, we're going to go this way so yeah. we can process what's just happened yeah. and then we'll come back. But you need to leave me alone because I'm going to cry if you say one more word to yeah. me in the next hour. Yeah. Is that pretty accurate? It's so accurate. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I have nothing to add because that's exactly what happened. If you say and anything I was, else to me, I'm going to cry. Yeah. So I'm just going to walk please the other way. Yeah. It, it, no, exactly. I was just like, please stop because I'm like literally about to cry right now and I really don't want to. And I won't be able to see my way up this fucking mountain <laughs> if I'm crying. Yes. But anyway, so that cider we learned or he taught me how to make, uh, actually we made multiple ciders. This was the last batch we made with blackberries. Mm. And it was really cool because he let me pick the fruit because the, the first couple of batches we made, we he kind of picked the fruit because we were just learning. And I didn't know what to do, but I specifically picked Costco blackberries because oh. I really like the Costco blackberries because they're really sweet. And so, uh, and they're organic. And so, they, yep. Mm -hmm. And so let's try, oh, so cider. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit yeah. about cider making? Like, where does it start? Yeah. Is this sugar? So what fruit? I know about cider is most of the time it is it is an apple juice based. Right. So Wiki is telling yeah. me this is usually an apple based yes. beverage. Apple and based beverage. And I've gone to a couple cideries this year. You have? Like a few. Ooh. I just, I went to one in Traverse City mm -hmm. and then where did I just travel? Oh yeah, uh, Georgia. And I went to a cidery there and tried all these local ciders oh. as well. Did you learn anything specific or just tasting? Um, we did. I did tastings at both. Um, I learned that I really enjoy the ciders that they age in bourbon barrels. Oh, and look at that. <laughs> this Titan Cider Works one that I got from Total Wine & More is a bourbon berry peach. No, bourbon barrel. Is it super high cider. in alcohol? It is 6.9%. Okay, so that's low. The couple oh. I tried were like 10 and 12%. Oh, holy moly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like really hanging out in those Got bourbon you. barrels. And the longer they hang out there, they pull more of that mm. oaky, vanilla, Interesting. Like smooth. Okay. I really liked Ooh. how smooth they were. They felt like they had a little mouthfeel oh. body, you know, to them, little weight. And just, ooh, they pulled that caramel vanilla out of those barrels oh. and I really liked them. Shucks. Okay, yeah. okay. And I know there's there's dry, semi-dry. Oh, um, I don't know about this. Semi-sweet and sweet. Oh. Oh, okay. So yeah, ciders have the range and I, I honestly, I like the drier ones a little bit more than okay. I like the sweeter ones, but I don't mind the sweet ones because they're all very fruit forward. I wonder how in the making, in the process of it, how do you control how dry something is versus how fruity something is versus what was the other option you were saying? Semi-dry, semi-sweet. Semi -dry, yeah. So kind of like the white wine episode when we talked about your Moscato uh -huh. um, and similar, I'm assuming it's similar to wine making because of the fermentation and all that process. But I think that, that ha the sweet ranking and the dry ranking is going to have to do with how much residual sugar yeah. is in the end result. Okay, cool. So yeah. So so from a big picture, what we did was usually traditionally you would actually pick your apples. If you were doing it from scratch, oh, yeah, you would I'm pick your apple, apple, picking. Yeah, apple picking. You want to pick the ripest apples and then you need to juice them. Okay. Uh, and so in our situation, we didn't pick apples. We just bought apple juice. You picked them at the local Costco. Yep. <laughs> and then so we we used, and, and then like you said, you know, this one was done in a bourbon barrel. We did ours in a huge uh, water container. What are those things called? Like a five-gallon jug? Yeah, like okay. a jug. So we poured all the apple juice in. Okay. And then we poured a lot of sugar in because that's what feeds the yeast. Right. And then we got a packet of yeast and we cooked it or boiled it or added water. I don't know how you. So did you activate yeast? Yes. Like, like 
the yeast you would buy in the grocery store? Yeah. Oh, or something shit. like that. Yeah. Okay. So you activate the yeast. I remember him him uh, you putting want, water and boiling it or something. Just like for um, baking, you want warm water, but okay. you don't want boiling. Okay, sorry. So if something. you boil it, you'll kill the yeast because oh. it's actually alive. Then so I take it back. Maybe he used some kind of thermometer you to warm check it up. the... Yeah, okay. you warm it up to usually like 105. Got you. Yeah, I remember him using a thermometer. So Good. he warmed it up. Yep. Maybe boil was the wrong Activated word. Activated the yeast. Activated. You give them a little yeah. sugar, they get bubbly yeah. and funny and they come to life. And then he poured it, we poured it. Um, he let me help. So we poured it into the jug. <laughs> the sugar and, and the juice yep, mixture. Yep. And then... Uh, the yeast goes to work. Yep. Eat, I mean, it's just the science part of it. The yeast goes to work eating those sugars, yep. making alcohol. Yes. Okay. And uh, what happens is we had to store everything in. And then the, we also added the blackberries in. So we okay. washed the blackberries really well, and then we put the blackberries in. And then I'm assuming you loosely cover this, like a cheesecloth or yes, something. Yes, he had will... a little cork thing okay. that had a little tube that came out of it. That would let gas out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Otherwise it would explode. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then uh, and then we put it in his closet where it was cool and dark. Okay. And every couple of days we would check on it. I was going to and... make a joke like where all his feelings live. <laughs> yes. Well, that's if <laughs> any feelings closet. that he had. Yeah. Yeah. All his feelings. Um, he had none. <laughs> My feelings are in here. Let's yes. put the cider here. Uh, yeah. So then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going to be a very cathartic episode. <laughs> and, uh, and then every couple of days we would check on the status and I would see the air bubbles that would go through the valve and everything. And we would check on the blackberries and, you know, slowly it would turn color and it also gets clear and translucent. Okay. So even though the berries are colorful, the color seeps into the lit. Yeah, out of the berry um, into the liquid, but you still end up. But you should through. have some translucency. Okay. And then what happens is, uh, when when there's um, I forget what it we we did it for like a good six, like four to six weeks in the closet. It was in the closet for four to six weeks. Okay. And when he felt it was ready, we had to filter out all of the residual like Actual chunks fruit of and fruit and we actually filtered it twice okay and then how do you filter this he had a strainer okay like um, a big metal strainer yeah and then we something and mm-hmm. then maybe a finer one after that yes okay and then we filtered it like using gravity into another you know five gallon jug or whatnot yeah and then afterwards when we then what happens is then he had a bunch of these bottles here yeah. and he taught me how to use some kind of device that would use gravity to pull the liquid and we would uh, fill all the bottles. And then before we bottle capped each bottle, we added a little extra sugar to keep it alive. Yes. And what happens is um, for the extra like bubbles afterwards and, uh, and then we bottled and then we put in the fridge and this one is the last one. And uh, does it go bad? No. Okay, good. Because no, no. it's been sitting in my refrigerator for a year and a half. We made this uh, okay. March of twenty twenty. Well, you twenty twenty. Yeah. In COVID, like before COVID even started. March, March or April of twenty twenty. He's that. Oh, this is two and a half years. Oh wait, no, hold on. This is two years old. Um, maybe. Shit. Wow. Oh. Oh, you know, maybe it's March of 2021. Has it only been a year? It has been. Yeah, it has been a year. Yeah, I apologize. Last year you were getting new pilot or <laughs> yeah. new pilot instructors. March of 20. You probably made this. Yeah, March, March of, of 2021. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so it has only been a year. I was like, damn, I swear I've only asked for this for a year. Yeah. Sorry, I take that back. March of 2021. I met him March of 2020. That's, I'm getting all my Marches messed up. Yes, it just took a year to make beer. Yeah. Or cider. <laughs> um, did, uh, so I don't think cider will go bad. I think it's been cold, right? Yeah. Since you made it. It's been so sitting in my refrigerator. You've kept it fresh. Yeah. The only thing I think of, like, certain beers are better closer to their, like, born date. You know uh, what I mean? Yes. Like, when they're yes. canned or bottled. But I don't know if that holds true for cider. So. We'll find gonna, out. Yeah. You've Let's tasted it when it was. Let's try the good cider first. The okay. one that we know came from Total Wine and More today yeah. and is fresh and yeah. canned and We'll taste this, and then we'll see if that When we get to the other one, bad. you will have tasted it in its young version, and yes. you can tell us how this adult, like, yeah. one-year-old version. I wonder if cider is like wine and it gets better with time. You know, when I was doing my research, some people think cider is part of the beer family, but it's actually part of the wine family. Yeah, uh, I can see it's, it's like a... If it had to pick a family, it would pick wine. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's the cider. It's fruit and yeah. not grain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, and but the difference is that you ferment this. But I mean, there are yeah. sparkling wines too. Yeah. So and yeah. those are grapes that are and maybe it gets better with time. Yeah. So you described a very traditional fermentation process. Oh, good because I don't this. know anything. I just yeah. I just described what we did. Yeah, it's good. You mm. topped it off with a little juice, almost like you would prosecco. Ah. Um, okay. You would top it off with a little bit more sugar just to yeah. like sweeten it off and let those yeast keep kind of living. So this Yeah, living. That's what I remember him saying. He was like, we got to keep the yeast living. This may have more alcohol than your original. He did mention that too. Baby version. Yeah. Because <laughs> the yeast have been feeding on the sugar that you For like a year. For a year. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, by now your yeast are probably all dead. All that sugar has been oh. eaten. Yes. But it will have fully aged, yes. so to speak, as far as the yeast go. Um, all right, crack, yeah. crack open Let's this go. peach one. I'm going to look up Titan. And I, ooh, ooh damn girl. That got, <laughs> she got me. <laughs> I will say that I am a little partial to this peach cider because I really do love peach. Like, I'm a big fan of Bellinis, not oh. mimosas. I'm going to smell like a Bellini if I get pulled <laughs> over on the whale. <laughs> peach all over my arm. Uh, it's great. Okay, so. Ooh, it's pretty. It's a little it bit is. more golden in color. Yeah. It's bubbly. It's translucent. Yeah. I definitely can taste, not taste, I can definitely smell the apple. Yes, it do- does smell like apple. I don't smell the peach, but. <sighs> peach is kind of chill on the nose. Ooh, I really like this one. Oh, I can taste the bourbon and the peach right away. I can't taste the bourbon, but I think it's because I don't know what bourbon tastes like. You're tasting a vanilla caramel toasted barrel mm. so from that toasted barrel you're gonna get notes of vanilla and caramel almost like i can i i think i can taste a note of caramel yeah if you taste like a toasted vanilla toasted caramel toasty really it's a, just a toasty type of flavor it's um it's yeah it's the it's what's in there that does not taste like peach or apple it's that toasty bourbon barrel flavor. i like this it's really good and that's really chill for I mean, it's only six something percent. So that's one of the lowest versions I've seen aged in bourbon barrels. So they must not be putting it in there for too long. It's not getting crazy high alcohol. Um, That's pretty good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I like ciders as a general rule. Sometimes I try them though and I'm like, no, would not drink a whole glass of this. This, I think I I would drink drink this. I could drink a can, probably not more than one can. No, but I could totally drink this. Next. It really makes my mouth water. 
You can use that cup and I'll just reuse this one. Okay. Oh, she's got a stack. <laughs> I got a spit cup. No, a spittoon. Yeah. Got a little spit okay. cup. So uh, up next is this the, one. The Blackberry Cider Homemade. Homemade. It's in a brown bottle, so I can't see the color yet. Do you want me to get your picture? Yes, please. Um, I can't see the color of the cider until she pops a bottle. <laughs> it's got no label. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's like moonshine. Thank you for mentioning that. Okay. So, he who must not be named, Bart, Lord Brad, <laughs> Kyle, whatever his name is, we get, we he, he actually got really pissy with me about this whole label thing. And I was just because joking. Because you wanted to label I was like, yeah, I was like, because we came up with a name for it, and I purposely have forgotten the name because I was so pissed off at him. But <laughs> we were thinking, I was like, we should come up with a name. And then when we came up with a name, I was like, it would be so cool if we made labels for the bottles. Like it's our cider. And and he went off on a rant about how he will not unlabel them later because he reused oh. like we reuse the bottles. And I was like, Well, I'm sure there's an easy way to remove the label later. We just put a new label over the old label. Steam it. Duh. But we we got into a really big thing about that. And he goes, Well, if you want to put labels on, you can make the labels and you can put it on and you can take them off later by yourself. And I was like, Okay. God, he's awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> why does everything have to be a fucking struggle? I was just like, I just thought it was a cute idea. I didn't really want to piss you off like that. Ugh. But okay. Hashtag not my person. <laughs> sadly, yes. Well, no, actually, not sadly. Good. Yeah, right? Um, but anyways, okay. So here goes the last of the Blackberry Cider. March 2021. I gave you the bottle opener. Oh. While oh, we're uh-oh. doing, while we're um, opening this one, Titan Cider Works, um, 6.9 alcohol. This is listed as a semi-sweet. So I was getting pretty sweet oh, notes from okay. it, but this is a semi-sweet. A lot of the other uh, barrel-aged ones that I've tried were dry. Oh, so um, oh, a little bubble's over. It's fine. We can clean it afterwards. <laughs> oh, listener. Yeah. The color is a really pretty color. It's like... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a... Um, it's darker than rosé. <laughs> it's a dark pink pale red. I don't know. How would you describe this? It's, I don't know. It's literally the color of the can of the peach one that we tried. Um, salmon? Yeah, so is this a dark... Salmon... I mean, it makes sense because we, you know, it was from blueberry or blackberries. It's still growing. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me videotape that. <laughs> oh my god! How long this this thing has been dying to be opened? It's just jizzing oh. out the top. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> the white bubbles just oozing down the side. Is that like okay? It came from. Did that mean like the yeast is? Where I'm confused, but. It's quite fermented. It's been ready to go. Maybe slightly over sugared. Maybe. We may have. um, Miley was like, I like sugar. I do. I do like sugar. (laughs) Let's give it more. Yes. She juiced the shit out of it. (laughs) Okay, cool. So it's it's like a dark salmon color. It is. It's a a pinkish color. It's just. It's like a grapefruit color, actually. Grapefruit. That's a good call. I like that. Like ruby red. But it's not translucent. Nope. It's got some cloudiness. You can still see that we didn't filter all the way because there's still some a little bit of blackberry chunks in there. Okay. Not like, do you see how I have a little dot in mine? 
somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. I don't have a dot. I, I don't really have any smell anything when I smell it. It smells like apple to me, yeah? but not intensely, just lightly apple. Definitely strong. I took a big old mouthful. <laughs> and Miley was like, barely puts like seven drops on her tongue. She's like, uh-oh. It's very strong. It is. It tastes, it tastes high in alcohol. I wonder how, is there like a measuring device? <laughs> yeah, is there a little dipstick we can I know, I would love with? to see how much alcohol is actually in this thing. I'm genuinely curious. How do you test drinks for alcohol? Uh percentage uh, there's got to be this little there's got to be like a little dipstick that'll do it oh my god there is. Oh, there is how to measure abv you take two measurements with the hydrometer one before fermentation and one afterwards so i didn't do before yeah i don't know that it would help us now but well that stinks but this is definitely strong saliva alcohol test strips okay we're getting way too far i don't i don't really um, taste the blackberry it doesn't taste sweet to me it's dry it it has an alcohol test taste mm -hmm. like it tastes like booze <laughs> i mean it tastes more boozy than the other one i had which was aged in bourbon <laughs> barrels what the fuck Maybe that's just the flavor that the blackberry lends, though, too. It's kind of um, an intense, you know, it's a dark fruit, so maybe it's just giving it that. Maybe. Did all of the bottles you make t were blackberry? Yeah. How does of this, this batch. How does this compare to the early ones from this batch? It's still. Yeah, listeners <laughs> should know that it's still bubbling. It's alive. Um, it's fucking Frankensider. It is Frankensider. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that would be a great cider uh, name and or company. Yeah, do it. Frankensider. Frank you can have it. <laughs> uh, I remember it being a little bit sweeter. Like, I, I, I remember, like, that's why I picked blackberries, and that's why I... So, for the record, this is also the first time I've felt the need to kind of burp a little bit. <laughs> and we've tried four of these. So, this one is bubbly. Yes. Real bubbly. Definitely the most bubbly of all that we've tried. Yes. It's still bubbly. Let me know like, if anybody would like a, a batch. <laughs> if you want a super fermented blackberry boozy cider. I think we named it, like, Big and Blackberry. I think that was the name of our... <laughs> I like the sassiness of that. Yeah. Yeah, I will credit that to him. He he named that, I think. Big and Blackberry. There's definitely something. I mean, <laughs> it's boozy. It doesn't, uh, but Blackberry's not a super super strong flavor either. Like, no, Blackberries are pretty mild. It, they are. Um, but I, yeah. I barely get any apple in this too, but no. that could be the difference between apple juice and fresh picked apples right. that you're pressing. Yeah. So, interesting. This was fun. Are you ever going to make more cider well it requires a lot of equipment okay because there was the two five pound jugs and then yeah. the little plug that had the little uh, valve that released the gas and then we needed yeah. the strainers and then we also need the bottles and then you also need the little gadget that allows you to uh siphon i guess that's the right word from siphon mm -hmm. from the big jug to the different bottles and then he had this little gadget that also allowed you to like press the the bottle caps into oh, the yeah. bottle. And uh, so I, I mean, 
it's a big investment in my mind if I'm only going to do it like once a year. However, somebody wanted to do it with me. I think it's just more fun to do stuff with other people, right? Like I don't love it enough to do it by myself, but I would love to do it for like a specific event or I would love to do it with somebody. So it's like uh, a shared event. That's or that's, shared experience. That's fair. I mean, I'm sure you can do it in a smaller capacity. Yeah. Like yeah. one gallon at a time type of thing. Yeah. Or maybe two gallons, you know, but something it, smaller. It's, it's a big process. If you're going to do something, you should just do a big. Yeah. But on the plus on the side of doing smaller batches is that you can experiment a little bit more right. with different flavors. Yeah. Like you could have a couple batches going at the same time, like a peach. Well, we, we did have a smaller batch going on with birthday cake. Like actual cake? You yeah, put, we put birthday cake in. Did that take the place of your fruit and yes. your sugar? No. <laughs> we added more sugar on top of the birthday cake. Uh, how did that come out? It actually tasted really good. Did it taste like cake? No. Or was it just it's like just sweet? Sweet as Yeah, fun. that's probably why I liked it. <laughs> but it was, I mean, like it was still fun. Like, I think for me, it was just fun to do something I had never experienced before. Yeah. And, uh, and then naming it or just learning about it. It was a lot of fun. I love trying new things. And like, yeah. you know, I've, I keep talking about buying grapes from... Yeah. Like growers well, and making he, my own wine in the yeah, dining room. He, he actually made his own beer and his own wine. Him and his brother had a big competition every year. Oh. Um, and they would make beer and then have the entire family taste test to pick a winner of the beer. But he also made wine for one of his friend's wedding. And it was like he made cases and he made all the wine for his friend's wedding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably I, where he got a little little pissy about the labels because he had apparently he struggled with the labels on those wine bottles. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah, hard feelings about labels. <laughs> wow. There are, in case anybody's listening and wants to look this up, if you look up home cider brewing or cider brewing kits, there are kits online for oh. fifty bucks. Okay, well maybe we should. Do, that would be something fun. That would be a fun girls night that you do for six weeks yeah and I think you can definitely you don't I don't think you have to have beer bottles with the metal caps to cap oh. bottles. I there are other bottles that you can oh okay definitely yeah use I mean for, it was really fun to use this gadget and try to punch these caps and pressurize the you know and yeah the Nile locally the Nile cafe in Mesa they do um they were doing their cold brew in these bottles so they were doing capping and I was like ooh you yeah it's really fun i really liked capping the the bottles yeah so if you're interested in making your own cider it's about a 6 week process i've made my own limoncello before oh really that's about a 6 week process oh. as well it's very similar it's sugar you know like a simple syrup and then you add in all your lemon zest you let that marinate oh. for a while you then you add in your I think you add in your alcohol straight away yeah uh, it's, I'm sorry. Alcohol? it's alcohol it's Everclear oh. or a hundred proof vodka something oh. really really high proof Whoa. Um, so it's the booze and the lemon peel like the lemon mm -hmm. zest and that go marries for a couple weeks and then you add in your simple syrup oh. for a couple more weeks and somewhere between four and six weeks it's done you need to strain oh. out the um, lemon zest lemon yeah the actual oh, chunks of lemon interesting. and bottle it and enjoy let's make our own limoncello so good yeah and sounds fun it's delicious and you know we get all these lemons like Come ah. citrus season, we should just make orange cello and lemon cello and oh. grapefruit cello. Yes. <laughs> ah, Franken cello. Franken cello. I like it. I like it. Oh, I'll God. take it. it. That's where we just mix everything <laughs> and it bubbles to no end. Yes. See, your, your lemon cello should not bubble. Oh. And this Franken, Franken cider has finally <laughs> stopped bubbling. 
love it. I'm so happy I got to share this moment with you, though. It's been sitting there for a while, and I, I, part of me just for sentimental reasons, you know, because it was a good time in my life too. Like it wasn't all bad, and so um, I was like eighty twenty bad to good. And now the last yeah, bit of it is yeah. going. Yeah, but I mean, I'm glad I got to share it with you because I was kind of interested in seeing if it was still any good. It's good. It's, it's not bad. It's something. <laughs> I mean, if you drink the rest of that tonight, you'll yeah. have a good sleep. Mm, maybe. I might need that good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> have a little dinner and then drink the rest of that yes. cider. Like, I suggest pairing it with some tacos. It is Tuesday. Yes, yes, yes. Do it. Oh. Super fun. I uh, like it. Listeners, if you have a favorite cider or oh, yes. sour beer, please shout it out. Tag us in it. Mm-hmm. Um, tag us if you're drinking something that we might be interested in. Oh, yeah. And just to plug in, just because it's what I'm into right now, but uh, he also introduced me to Cidercore because oh, yeah. I told him I like cider. And Cidercore has, what are the slushy sliders called? Um they're like frozen, yeah, I think they're just frozen cider, cider froses or, fro, you know, frozen ciders and stuff. And mm-hmm. those were really great at Cider Core here in Phoenix. But Mesa. check out your local, oh yes, or Mesa, East Phoenix. But yeah. uh, check out your local cider shops. They might have some slushy style ciders, which I really, really love. Yes. And Cider Core, if anybody in the Phoenix area wants to check them out, is Core, like the military, C-O-R-P-S. So it is veteran owned. Yes. A local um, establishment. Yeah. And they do. I met them at the Beer Fest, one of the Beer Fests I went to here. And they are super sweet people. Um, we actually chatted about bringing the baking business in there and doing a mashup oh. of like some ciders yeah. and desserts. So let's make that happen. Yeah. I wanted to get them on the show, but we didn't have enough time to get them. Maybe we can get them in a future episode. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. We'll try and tie it all together. Yeah. But cool, cool. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We hope you enjoy the sour beers and the ciders. And uh, let us know if you have any recommendations or if you have information that you want to add because we aren't sour beer or cider experts, but we do enjoy drinking them and learning about them. And thank you, Miley, for sharing this last bottle with me. I had only been begging for a year. Only. It was well overdue. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm honored to be a part of this uh, like moment in time. Well, then I guess I can't complain if you make me wait a year before trying Gozes <laughs> are Red. Uh, we'll try. I have two more cans at home. Oh, good. But thank you for sharing everything with me. I had a blast today. You're welcome. Listener, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Woman Get In. Or YouTube, same thing, Woman Get In. Woman Get In. And then our website is WomanGetIn.com. And as always, we always have fun with you. So come back next week. Always a blast. Love you. Love you too.